Welcome to So You Think That Was Good Do You, a podcast where we take a look back at the films from your childhood and question the absurdity of their universes. My name is Evan, and as always, I am joined by Johnny and Carl. Boys, don't don't tell me you're not doing good. I, I know why you're not doing good. How you doing? Let's hear the positive stuff first. Well, I know who's not doing good now, and that'll be Sam after your as always. As always, it's Carl and Johnny. As of lately, Carl and Johnny. <laughs> but I'm just so proud of you right now, Evan. I was 100% ready for an Irish accent in that introduction. No, well, as we found out before the recording, I cannot do one, but neither can Warwick Davis. <laughs> so. no, no. If this movie has taught me anything, it's that even if you can't do it, doesn't mean you shouldn't do it, apparently. <laughs> I don't know, shouldn't, shouldn't sometimes mean shouldn't. <laughs> but it doesn't mean won't. Yeah. yeah. If, if they'll pay you to do it badly, do it badly. Sure. <laughs> we both good? Yeah, mate. I'm all right. It's good to be back. I've, uh, I've been off for a, for a couple of episodes. It's nice. Well, we, we were going to do this before, weren't we? And I'd watched half of it maybe two weeks ago or three weeks ago. And then uh, watched the, the second half of it today. So I'm hoping I still remember the first half of it. It's pretty easy to follow. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's not a movie that you have to think about. Not especially, no. Carl, how are you? Uh, missing Sam now. (laughs) (laughs) I'm doing good, mate. Fantastic. Well, this week, we watched 1993's Leprechaun. Why? I don't know. None of us have ever seen it before. I've tried to watch this movie. No, no, you made me watch this because you love this movie. Incorrect. Don't say this now. I tried to watch this movie twice, once for fun and once for the pod with Johnny, and both times failed at the same point. (laughs) (laughs) I was really hoping we were going to do something else this week. It turns out I'd seen the fourth Leprechaun, which is Leprechaun in Space, and I don't Ah. think I was really watching. It was one I'd put on in the background. I was like, I need something that's background noise I don't have to pay attention to whilst I do some work. And I'd incorrectly thought it was this movie. This movie stars Jennifer Aniston in her first on-screen role, probably. And Warwick Davis. <laughs> <laughs> He's been in stuff before this. He was in, God, uh, Dark Star Crystal, Wars. Star Wars, yes, all sorts. Uh, the movie had a budget of one million, if that helps you picture what kind of quality we're dealing with. And it returned 8.6 million in the box office. So Not bad. There you go. That is better than I would have thought. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. actually pretty good. Because you think about the return on that, was it? They have like £100 million budgets and stuff now, and they're lucky if they break 500 So that's pretty good. Hey. The movie's <laughs> not, though, is it? So we were all tricked. Hey, that £8 million led to, what, six more? Yeah, yeah. I mean, the one in space sounds good. Pretty good. It's in space. It is, it is crazy that they go from in space to in the hood. It, feel, it feels like you, space is the last place you go. You don't come back from space <laughs> to the HUD. What's more dangerous than space, Cole? In the eyes of a 1990s white executive, the HUD. <laughs> I haven't seen the newest Fast and Furious, but I know they go to space. If the next one was them back doing stuff they did in the first one, just back on the streets, <laughs> it would feel like a downgrade. No, everything's cyclical. <laughs> We're just drag racing again. Back to our route. Paul Walker's back. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's get started, as we always do with the plots and not. Dan O'Grady steals 100 gold coins from a leprechaun 
while on vacation in Ireland. The leprechaun follows him home, but Dan locks the murderous midget in a crate. Oh my god, I did not pre-read this beforehand. I'm so sorry. This is from Google. It's fine. It's got alliteration, so that makes it good. (laughs) Fucking hell. <laughs> Held at bay by a four-leaf clover. <laughs> Ten years later, JD and his daughter Tori rent O'Grady's property for the summer. Well, I'm reeling still. When their new neighbours accidentally release the leprechaun, he goes on a murderous rampage to reclaim his gold. Oh, so, sorry, man. I missed the start of that. Can you do it again? <laughs> What? He was a murderer of something, Evan. I, I didn't quite hear that. The leprechaun follows him home, but Dan locks the dangerous dwarf in a crate <laughs> held at bay by a four-leaf clover. Nice. Absolutely insepid stuff. Mm. Let's not dwell on that, boys. Let's get straight into this fucking movie. The movie opens with our titular character absolutely jizzing it over a pot of gold. He fucking bloody loves that stuff. And it's important to note because that's what all of the movie is about. And before we even go anywhere, I really want to address Warwick Davis's costume, which (laughs) is absolutely mind-bendingly top-heavy. Those <laughs> shoulder pads are insane danger to him. Every time he walks anywhere, he's wobbling left to right. They're like straight out of the 80s. It, looks, it makes him look like he's a domino about to topple every time he runs somewhere. And I feel yeah. like just out of shot, there's loads of those, you know, those red cables with a little red triangle on the end that they have at all people's homes yeah, that yeah. they pull if they fall? There's just one every step for him. <laughs> He's going down. <laughs> this film almost fell at the very first hurdle for me because I've, I've said it before, no. but like, <laughs> pun not intended. But it's uh, that it shows the fucking baddie straight away. It's it's not scary if you know exactly what they look like. Oh yeah, they stick him in the shadows afterwards for quite a while. But yeah, yeah. that opening scene just, just that, removes some of the mystery somewhat. Yeah. Here he is in his bright green suit with his top hat. <laughs> I didn't look into this, but I feel like this was written originally as a horror movie with the mm. leprechaun as an actual horror character. Then they realized it was coming off a bit funny. So yeah. they reshot some stuff. <laughs> maybe they rescripted some stuff. They did that intro and they leaned into it because this is not a horror film. Once you watch yeah. all of it, you realize it is very much shooting towards comedy, but it, it <laughs> fails at that too. It falls short of comedy also. One bit in particular we'll get to later nearly made me wee myself. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate an unpredictable movie, but when you go into a horror movie, you expect some of the main cast to be a threat or die. So in that regard, that no one, no one that you get a name for dies in this movie, does no. remove from the horror aspect of it. <laughs> uh, we're going to touch on that more later, so remember that, folks. We'll touch on it a lot. Put a pin in it. He also says his, I guess, his famous line here, if if this character has it, which is, try as they will, try as they might, who steals my gold won't live through the night. I don't know if that's a thing people know, but, you know, these characters usually have their famous lines or sounds. Freddy Krueger has his little fucking song in Nightmare on yeah. Elm Street. He loves a rhyme. There's also a song in this, right? There's a little girl singing at some point. That might be the extent of it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that comes up a couple of times, doesn't it? He sings Twinkle Twinkle Little Star and Bang. <laughs> Ring Around the Rosie as well. Just all over the place. Picking yeah. songs that kind of sound creepy, but are in no way related to leprechauns. His many catchphrases are just anything that an American person thinks an Irish person would say. Things you hear on St. Paddy's Day 
that have never been uttered in Ireland. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Things that you'd see on a t-shirt. Yes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we then switch over to uh, another introductory character here, Daniel O'Grady, who arrives back at his ramshackle little home in, they're in America, so, oh, North Dakota, that's where they are. And he pulls up in this big limousine in a white suit. He tips the, the driver big time. And his wife comes out. She's all worried about what he's doing because they clearly don't have a lot of money. But he tells her that he caught a leprechaun over in Ireland whilst he was on holiday at his mum's funeral, (laughs) forced it to show him where its pot of gold was, which is an insane premise once we learn what this leprechaun can do. (laughs) He says, that's the rules you know, but that is not the rules the movie establishes. (laughs) At all. Uh, And he gets the pot of gold and he shows it to her. He breaks apart this urn, which everyone thinks his mum is in, and it's actually the pot of gold, and it kind of ends there for a moment. Mm. Mum's just fucked off in a ditch somewhere, so he's got room for his bag of gold. Really heavy ashes. He emptied her out somewhere. (laughs) (laughs) It's out the plane. The leprechaun leads him to the pot of gold. He's got nothing on him because he's just got a suit on. He's just got the urn. (laughs) So he takes the top off, (laughs) pops her somewhere for later. See ya, mum. (laughs) It's what she would have wanted. He he pulls into their farm in a limo, doesn't he? It's like demonstrating how, how loaded he is. He hasn't sold any of this gold, by the way, at this no. point. Exactly. So how's he affording the limo? He does that to demonstrate how loaded he is, and then yeah. to demonstrate how Irish he is, just downs an entire bottle of Jameson's. Yes! So- <laughs> <laughs> this man is dead. Great fucking product placement. It's so good, you'll down the bottle. <laughs> When did limo stop becoming the transport of the ultra-wealthy and be, like, purely the transport for drunken Hindus? This movie? (laughs) (laughs) Once you find out that you don't need a pot of gold to hire a limo, they lose all value. Some foreign dignitary saw Leprechaun and was like, nah, we'll just have a normal car from now on. SUVs. (laughs) (laughs) So all I'm imagining is some foreign dignitary just hanging out the top of a limo now before it was... (laughs) Just to <laughs> World peace. <laughs> so Daniel pops out, probably to hide this gold somewhere, because he thinks the leprechaun might come back. And his wife is piddling around the house, making a cup of tea, when she hears a child's voice coming from the suitcase. And it turns out to be the leprechaun from Ireland, uh, who chases her <laughs> to death. She, she runs through the house, she falls down the stairs... I mean, that's that's a death sentence to anyone her age. So she yeah. is out. There's none of those cables I was talking about down there. <laughs> she is done. Also, I'd love to see the movie of the life of the TSA agent who scanned this suitcase <laughs> with a child-sized <laughs> body in it and was just like, yeah, fuck this. I want to go home. <laughs> Not today. I've got too much to do tonight. <laughs> <laughs> So the husband comes back in. He finds the leprechaun. He's pretending to be his wife. So we learn here that the the leprechaun can mimic voices. But the leprechaun doesn't use this for anything. He mimics the voice, then immediately walks into shot to reveal to Danny it's him. (laughs) (laughs) And is like, I want my pot of gold. Get used to that line. He says it a fucking lot. (laughs) But what do you want, leprechaun? What do you want? (laughs) It's the gold, bro. (laughs) Want me gold? Oh, I'm so confident. He has this ability to mimic every sound. So he does animals. He can imitate the people in the movie. So it means the only voice this leprechaun can't do is a little Irish leprechaun. 
he's been out of character so long. He's, he's too method. He's... Well, Danny digs out his four-leaf clover, which even though he found out leprechauns existed in Ireland, he has one of these lying about in his house. All Irish people do. They down Jameson's and they've got four-leaf clovers in the bedside table. <laughs> and he grabs his gun as well. He blasts a little fucker and pops him in a box, which he had like pre-made. It was very blue Peter of him. Like, here's mm. one I made earlier. Pops him in there, pops the lid on, pops the four-leaf for mum. clover on top. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Three nails in the top. That'll be fine. I, I love as well that he had the four-leaf clover just in his man drawer yeah. with, like, dead yeah. batteries and shit. Yeah. We all have one. An old phone. Like. Yeah. <laughs> I might need that. About six quid in coppers. Yeah. <laughs> and dead pens. Yeah, yeah. A clipper without the flint. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so he seals the leprechaun into his wooden box. But even though he's done that, the, the leprechaun still has some powers. And as Daniel's going upstairs, he pours like gasoline on the box. He goes upstairs. He's about to light the match. And the leprechaun uses his stroke powers to make <laughs> Daniel unwell. <laughs> and Daniel falls to the ground. You think he dies here, but he is in the movie later, as we've, we've already uh, noted. I think he died in the first draft. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They just know, like... needed to fill a little bit of something <laughs> later on. How else will they figure out the four-leaf clover thing? But this is... The introduction to our monster, and it's not really the most violent of murders he commits where you go, oh my god, this is a scary guy. Yeah. His first victim slips down the stairs, and the second one may well have died of a stroke, and he just downed <laughs> yeah. a whole bottle of Jameson's. <laughs> yeah. And then ran up the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> Both died of seemingly natural causes. <laughs> Well, that's where we leave off with these characters for now. It's ten years later. Tori, our protagonist, and her father, JD, are moving into the O'Grady house in North Dakota. Tori's played by Jennifer Aniston. She's thoroughly unimpressed about this this new house they're staying for a summer because she's like a city girl and this is a piece of shit. Tori decides there are too many spiders in the basement and too much dust in the house and she's going to stay in a hotel. But then she bumps into Nathan, another main character, spilling his paint all over the place. And they have like a little tete-a-tete, basically about sexism, where he's like, you're a pussy. And then she's like, I'm not a pussy. And this is how the movie happens. This is how she's in the movie. Because yeah. she's like, no, I'm I'm a man too. Yeah, this, this is the 90s and women are treated equally now. Just like to imagine just... Harvey Weinstein just off camera, yeah, just yeah. nodding, going, yep, that'll keep him off the track if we put stuff like that in the movies. <laughs> this relationship they decide to build between these two is weird for a horror movie. It's like one of those lifetime classic movies of City Girl moves to the country. She's so uptight. And then she meets a country boy and he mm. makes her happy. Now they fall in love. As long as you change everything about who you are, he will want you. And then you add a leprechaun and you've got yourself a horror movie, baby. You've got a hit. <laughs> now we just need someone who can't do the accent we want. <laughs> I reckon they probably just made the suit first and then just had to find someone who fit it and then just hope they could do the accent. <laughs> they made the suit. They put it in the wash. It shrunk. <laughs> really narrowed their options. You reckon it was full-sized in the first draft? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we had one suit. I think they were making Elf ten years earlier. Because <laughs> they brought this back like five years ago. They did Leprechaun Returns. 2014. 
Oh, eighteen returns. Oh, yeah. so they did another. Okay. They did another one and just shoved like a six-year-old boy in the suit. That's scarier. That is scarier. Didn't feel the need to find an actor of a smaller <laughs> stature. Just stick a, stick a child in there. It's fine as long as they fit. Then just get a voice actor. <laughs> they fucking needed one for this. <laughs> <laughs> well, JD, who is Tori's dad, meets some of our other characters now. This is Alex and Ozzy, who are painters with Nathan. One is a child, that's Alex, and one is technically a man, that is Ozzy, <laughs> but he very much has the mind of a child. He's got big Lenny vibes. He's a lot like Jeff Daniels in Dumb and Dumber. That's yeah. the vibe I got from him. There's a there's a lot of talk in this about them trying to fix his brain as yeah. well, which I, made me quite uncomfortable. <laughs> it's, it's the whole premise for them having the gold later on is so that they could take him to the hospital and fix his brain. With what? <laughs> what surgery is there? They do talk about this at the end, to be fair. It turns out the boy Alex was just lying to him. The same surgery they do on Lenny. Just to go oh. by a gun. <laughs> it's time for your surgery now, Ozzy. <laughs> just look that way. But they are just like two cartoon characters who've just been oh, stuck sure, in yeah. a horror movie. He's even, just to show that he's not quite all there, Ozzy wears a shirt that has paintbrushes oh, on it. Just so you know he's a decorator. <laughs> I, I assume they just have to dress him according to what he's doing that day, so he knows. <laughs> so he never forgets. <laughs> I wear a shirt to work every day with saws and drills on it. So. <laughs> and I wear a shirt that says zero downloads. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Ozzy, being the challenged man he is, he gets some paint on himself, so he heads inside to clean himself up. And he starts to hear this child's voice that Daniel O'Grady's wife had also been hearing. It's singing Twinkle Twinkle Little Star to him. Having zero critical thought processing about what that might be, he goes straight down into the basement to investigate. <laughs> he accidentally knocks the four-leaf clover off the top of this box and that releases the leprechaun. It goes ham on him for a second. Not oh, yeah. He's free. I would be freaking out, to be fair. Definitely. It's not scary watching it as like a viewer, but to be in that situation, I would be very scared. Well, yeah, as, as a viewer, you are just like, well, so far, all we know about this leprechaun is that it's got the ability to manipulate people psychologically. And I think some amount of that being impressive or scary is taken away when they have to introduce a mentally stunted character in order for him to trick someone into getting him out. <laughs> is, is that fair? Yes. But to be fair, that's you wouldn't if you'd heard a, something in a box calling out to you. You wouldn't go down there. Definitely so not. I'd burn the fucking also. house down. Well, yeah, he's just, <laughs> it's just such an odd decision to put him in anyway. Like the person who pitched the idea of sticking him in, of just, why don't we have him in? And... He seems really nice, and he really cares about the boy, and everyone's just laughs at him and is mean to him. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, but yeah, will he like have some sort of redemption arc and show that he's got some worth throughout? No, he's just a fucking hindrance to everything they're trying to do. <laughs> no, we're going to kill through. him. Oh, we can't kill him. We've given him a name now. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> does he not die at the end? Nobody no. fucking dies. Oh, I no. thought when he slashed up, he got died. Or was that just he got his died. default He got died. <laughs> That was him functioning at 100%. <laughs> he offers to polish his shoes, doesn't he, the leprechaun, and then immediately says he's going to bite his ear off. Fucking pick a lane. 
Oh, well, he rushes out. He tells everyone that there's a leprechaun down in the basement and obviously no one believes him. Oh, that's why he's in the movie. So we can have this whole like cat and mouse game now where nobody believes him. The police later don't believe him. He's kind of the foil throughout all of this. So Well, that's usually what a child is for, but they made... The, the child, child have the brain of an adult. Yeah. yeah. And the adult have a brain of a child. <laughs> and then you add a leprechaun and you've got yourself a movie. <laughs> Technically, yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, they don't believe him. They, they do go in and search, but all they find is a rat down there. They head back outside. And as Ozzy and Alex spot a rainbow in the sky... Ozzy, having just probably gotten this idea from having met a leprechaun, wants to go and see what's at the end of the rainbow because he thinks there'll be gold. So they do go. It points towards a like a rusted old car out in the field and they do find a pot of gold in there. <laughs> he had to change his shirt to a rainbow-coloured one, though. <laughs> <Give me laughs> so he can remember what he's doing. Costume change. <laughs> oh. Okay, I'm going to do something, but I'm going to cut it, cut it out, okay? <laughs> I'm going to leave in your laughs though so they know it was funny but it was too fucked for me to leave in <laughs> okay. oh, God. Oh, awful um, so Ozzy upon finding a piece of gold immediately sticks it in his mouth and just, you know, it's his muscle memory. He swallows anything that goes in his mouth. So that goes yeah. straight down into his stomach. Yeah. Alex finds the rest of the bag. This is probably the point where it was at a crossroads of, is this a proper horror or is this something else? Because when I saw him swallow that coin, I was just like, well, we're about to watch this guy get disemboweled in the next yeah. 10 minutes. That's what I was thinking. Because that's what should have happened in a good horror movie. This guy's getting torn open. Well, they alluded to that at the end as well, but they they never do it. It never really felt like anything bad was really going to happen, though. It never felt like it was working up to something horrible, apart from the fella in the shop later. It's all pretty tame. Because he doesn't have a name. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was going to be a case where he swallowed the gold coin and then it kind of, like, corrupts him. And because he's the big bruiser that everybody thinks is lovable, like, yeah. that's the betrayal, like, and then he'd start attacking the kids and everything... And suddenly go insane, and then they have to kill him. But nothing ever happens. He just, (laughs) at some point, will shit out a gold coin. (laughs) (laughs) And whether he's wearing his gold coin shirt or not, he'll remember (laughs) what that's from. (laughs) But this whole, like, very early on, it's pretty ham-fisted how they do the whole, she's a city girl, all she cares about is money, she tries to pay them off when she bumps into them. And the whole thing is, I guess greed kills you shouldn't be greedy you need to stop caring so much about money seems to be what they're really shoving in your face early on Mm. and then that just really dies a death yeah because i I thought yeah they'd each end up at one point or another getting the bag of coins or a coin and it wouldn't corrupt them in a magical sense it corrupt them in a money corrupt sense and they'd want to keep it and that's how they'd all die but it just never really happens (laughs) most of the time no one has any money at all and that's what i love about you carl is even with a massive pile of shit like this, which absolutely <laughs> did not have any kind of lesson to be learned, you still dug through it and found what it was meant to be. I tried really hard, especially yeah, after that last too. Goosebumps, which was completely voidless of a message. I was like, this has to have something. There's got to be more to this than a guy running about, and you found it. <laughs> well, well, I was wrong. 
Well, no, they yeah. didn't do it, but that's what it was meant to be. I decided pretty early on, oh, I, I know everything that's going to happen in this movie. And none of it happened, because nothing happened. <laughs> There's a little leprechaun using every type of vehicle imaginable at different points. But how many things can we stick Warwick Davis in and make him pedal it or drive it or lay on it? <laughs> It's absolutely pedal. Engines don't come that small. <laughs> <laughs> so in this scene as well, this is also where uh, Alex says that they'll use the, the money from the gold coins to fund an operation to make Ozzy more smarter. We then switch back over to Nathan and Tori, and this is very much a scene which alludes to what Carl was talking about, where it's kind of this hallmark movie love affair between... City girl, country boy. Yeah. He's teaching her how to paint, isn't he? Yeah. Apparently. Well, I would not look at this man and be like, he knows what he's doing. He's covered in perfect brush strokes on his own arms. Like- <laughs> <laughs> I was eagerly awaiting this scene when you two put it in the chat and it pays off. They have been doing this job easily five hours and yeah. there are three strokes of paint on the wall in one colour, that is blue, and then one stroke in red. And you can imagine these colours because they're the primary versions of red and blue. <laughs> like what you'd find in a nursery or playground. Oh, yeah. This is a like cartoon The only colours kids can <laughs> fucking see. But yeah, it's, it's like they've hired an attention deficit disorder painting company yeah. because yeah. part part the house is done, then a little square of the window is done, and they go back to the house still a little bit over there. Then I'll paint myself for a bit, apparently. <laughs> and then he opens his fourth can of paint. Yeah. <laughs> what have they used it all on? Drinking it. After calling her out for women being scared of everything, oh, yeah. he hands her a brush and she does one brush stroke and he just goes, Wow. <laughs> but, but the most sexist man ever. So, oh, I, I thought it was only like the special needs guy and children that I've hired that can paint, but women too. <laughs> 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 I just also love that we see the van and their company is just called Three Guys That Paint. So, <laughs> yeah. Does Ozzy pick the name, did he? Obviously. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, God. You boys didn't have any notes for this, but it's my favourite scene, so I have to mention it. This is where Nathan asks Tori to go to the car to get some more paint. Having just seen him, she turns around, walks in the opposite direction from him, grabs a can of paint, and then feels something stroking her leg sensually. And then her first thought is, oh, Nathan. <laughs> oh. <laughs> like it would be a normal thing for a man to... I'll just hide crawl under, a under, car. The under the truck. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and later on, we find out that this entire movie takes place in one day. From her arriving to the end of the movie is all one day. Yeah. And she's already just like... I'm going to fuck this guy. <laughs> I, I didn't like him this morning, but things have really grown between us. I don't care if he hides under a van like a fucking cat. <laughs> He's a normal guy. It's just what they do in the country, I guess. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she also says to her dad, I know what it's... I might be paraphrasing, but I know what it feels like when someone's caressing my leg. Yeah, when a weird man thing to, Yeah, what a weird thing to say to your dad. He thinks that too, because he's like... <laughs> <laughs> well, 
she eventually realizes it's not him when Nathan is stood beside her again because he was behind her the entire time. And she starts to freak out. She says she knows what a man's hand feels like. And and clearly she doesn't because it's not a man's hand touching her. Unless that man has leprosy. And claws. (laughs) JD, which is her dad, asserts it was an animal that scratched her. Then he hears a cat over in the nearby tree. He sticks his hand in, which even if it is a cat, don't do that. No. They won't enjoy it if it's trapped in the tree. It scratches him. I mean, this is coming from Evan. And <laughs> the things that your cats are cool with is insane. They're uh, malleable. <laughs> if they know you're their king, they will allow you to do anything. And that makes it sound like I sexually abuse them, which yeah, I it absolutely does a bit. do not. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, it's just because cats are generally not very chill creatures, but yours yeah. are the chillest animals I've ever yeah. met. But yeah, 100% I would expect to get my hands slashed off by a cat, never mind yeah. Warwick Davis hiding in a tree. But he still <laughs> thinks it's a cat when it's clearly a human bite mark in his wrist. Yeah. Well, we never know because he's just gone now. Oh yeah, this is the last time. They drop him off at the hospital now. We never see Tori's dad again. Well, we, I say never again. This all takes place in a day. So, you know, yeah. he might be there tomorrow, but we'll never see it, thankfully. Finish that fucking painting job. She could have stayed with dad at the hospital, but she's got dick to ride. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they take him to the hospital. Ozzy and Alex do not give a shit about him. So they go do their own little side quest now. They go to a coin collector place it's i've got the name here actually it's excellent it's a shop called collectible joe's coins a name which suggests that joe himself is the collectible item (laughs) whilst the coins he buys are generic (laughs) collect that's i I paused to check collectible joe's coins As they walk in, we see that the the leprechaun has followed them there and they asked for evaluation of it and Collectible Joe values the coin at $500 unless there's historical value, in which case it could be priceless. There is no reason for him to say that because you could say it with anything. I imagine he tags it on just to sound more interesting every time. You, You bring in a Pokemon card that's all fucking ripped and he goes, this is worth 50 cents. Unless (laughs) it has historical value, in which case. So he asked them to leave the coin with him. He'll pop it in his safe. He wants to do some research because even though he knows it's pure gold, it's got markings on it, he doesn't recognize. So he wants to give them a fair deal. They leave. And then as he's just looked at the first page of his book, he starts getting fucked with by the leprechaun. He goes to put the coin in the safe and the leprechaun jumps out of the safe Facts him up a bit, and then best death scene in any movie ever, the leprechaun pogo sticks on his chest until he dies. Yeah, that was fantastic. And the point where I assumed, now we start seeing people die. Yeah, you'd think so. Also, judging by how top-heavy he was we saw at the beginning of the film, a pogo <laughs> yeah. stick probably isn't the best means of fucking murder for this guy. He's going he's to be flying off in all different directions. He's already unstable. That's why he's on a tricycle and not yeah. a bicycle everywhere else. <laughs> Two wheels is simply not enough. What I loved about this whole thing as they have their little side quest is that Nathan and Jennifer Aniston, they've gone to classic old American diner at the same time, and they're having this back-and-forth conversation, which is not that important. But 
I think they they must have only paid for the rights to one song in this movie. Because at the very start of the film, when Jennifer Aniston appears, we get the Four Leaf Clover song. And then they go to the diner and the Four Leaf Clover song is playing. (laughs) And then we cut to a few different scenes around the place and we come back and the Four Leaf Clover song is on. And then we go back and they've left the Collectible Joe's coin store. And then Collectible Joe gets murdered and we cut back to the diner and and Ozzy and the boy have shown up and the Four Leaf Clover song is on. (laughs) So this diner has been playing one song on a loop. (laughs) And yet they still have to go and see Mr. O'Grady at the end to find out what gets the fucking... It's not like it hasn't been incepted into their brain that Four Leaf Clovers exist, is it? In that scene as well, they're chatting like because they're waiting for the for alex and ozzy to arrive and they're a bit worried and then nathan says oh don't worry about so much about them they're both just kids yep uh, i mean now yeah. we know why the guy can't paint yeah. he's fucking blind <laughs> <laughs> ozzy looks like a professional wrestler two decades into his career <laughs> do you reckon that they initially were gonna employ two child actors for these roles and then they just found the perfect adult and went, no one would notice. He was just <laughs> hanging around on set. Just wondered it. That's not acting. The leprechaun suit shrunk and the paintbrush shirt accidentally stretched. And that's not going to fit a child now. Just shove it on an adult man. <laughs> <laughs> it's at, at the bit where old collectible Joe's getting fucked up. This is, the, I mean, it comes back later on as well. But it's at this point. I mean, I love you, Warwick Davis, but... I could beat the shit out of him if I wanted to. He's and you can see later on that they do. But why does this man put up zero? For, he got bitten on the leg by him. Fair enough, that would hurt. You could just punch this leprechaun in the head a load of times. Well, they do whack him and stuff, but he, he seems unfazed by it. But yeah. I, I get the the cathartic element of yeah, doing yeah. it. You know, I'm not saying I want to beat Warwick Davis up, but if nobody's getting hurt, is it wrong? If, if a tree falls in the woods. <laughs> <laughs> but the leprechaun's powers do seem to vary depending on what the writers need him to achieve in that scene. Oh, I've got a list. Because there are points where he seemingly can teleport. He can, yeah. yes. But also has two separate Warwick Davis-sized cars. <laughs> plus some rollerblades. Yes, and a skateboard. And a, sk- and and a skateboard. Where he chases a woman through a field where her gait is probably about four times his. Yeah. <laughs> At one point, he's got a wheelchair and he's got a tricycle. Yeah, he loves modes of transport. If you can teleport, you know, you, you find more love for more traditional methods of travel. It gets a bit old hat. <laughs> <laughs> Here is the next scene where we first see his tiny car. He's driving down the road, trying to find them, chasing them to the hospital, supposedly. <laughs> And a a police officer pulls him over. I don't think for speeding, but for being what appears to be a child in a child-sized car on the road. This officer's like, that cannot be insured. Pulls him (laughs) over. And then it's like, what are you? Some kind of leprechaun or something. And then the leprechaun chases him through a forest, plays with him. You see him teleport a bunch behind the trees. It's like quite mystic fairy type stuff as he's playing with him. And then he snaps his neck. Yeah. Kills him. He also, the policeman throws his fucking baton at him and misses horrendously. Again, not scary to watch, but to be in that scene 
Yeah. He's taken your gun, by the way. He took his gun on the road. <laughs> so you've only got the baton. I'd panic and throw it. What What are you going to do? <laughs> Even if he comes near you, you've seen him teleport. His power level's well beyond you. <laughs> if there's top trump card of you and the leprechaun, you lose every time. <laughs> every single category, apart whoa, from whoa, height. Whoa. Top trump. Yeah, top trump has height and weight. Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> 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 Accent credibility. (laughs) (laughs) Two out of five times you win. (laughs) And now the the leprechaun, who we never get a name for, by the way. I think he's always just the leprechaun, right? Mm, Yeah. He goes back to the cabin to search for the pot of gold. As he's doing it, he gets distracted by a bunch of shoes in the closet and starts to polish and arrange them on the table. And here I wrote a big bit about how it's so weird that they included in this movie law for the leprechaun being that he has to clean shoes and it being like when you put salt out for like a vampire or a ghost and they have to count each grain before they can come kill you and how insane that is. (laughs) But there's a scene in this movie 20 minutes away that confirms that that is the law for this leprechaun. (laughs) They have to polish every boot they see before they can kill you. Well, not they. It seems to be just him. Yeah, he has been cursed to be a leprechaun before he was. He was a cobbler or a shoemaker, so he's he's got some weird Quentin Tarantino style fetish about <laughs> shoes and just can't help himself whenever he sees one. Yeah. It's like Johnny can't help but just do woodwork all the time. I can't. Yeah. I if it's your table, job, I've you just, just can't help it. yourself. <laughs> Johnny has ruined so many family dinners. <laughs> Get that shit off the table. <laughs> There's a serial killer. Jerry Brudos, I think his name was. He used to steal shoes from the victim, I think. There's no funny part about that. It's just popped into my head. (laughs) We needed a fucked fact. Yeah, yeah, there you go. It is odd that of all the powers he has, the one that he doesn't have that would make him far scarier is the power to know where his gold is. (laughs) Because he is just swinging in the wind, just attacking anyone he sees who might have... If he had this ability to drag his gold... Ozzy would have been split open in five minutes. But he's just guessing. We can only hope that the fifth category of that top trump card is knows where his goal is. (laughs) Because that that and weight and height we've got, boys. Right now, I've also got that on my top trump card over him because I know where his goal is. (laughs) Three out of five ain't bad, man. (laughs) Going around sniffing the air and licking random bags. (laughs) Oh, so the, the guys are all home now. The leprechaun couldn't find the gold, but they come back to find the whole place torn apart. They come back. Nathan thinks it could have been a bear that tore apart the apartment and put and all the shoes, the shoes on the table. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone's just like, yeah, okay, bears do do that. Famously. And they start to hear a bell ringing about the place. At first, it's kind of like a, oh, it's actually Ozzy ringing a bell. And then it's actually the leprechaun outside. Nathan goes outside to check it out and steps into a miniature bear trap. Uh, the leprechaun appears and starts harassing him for his gold. Oh, he takes a massive chunk out of his leg. Oh, so this is where we find out, God, this guy fucking loves biting and scratching. It is his favourite thing to do. He's got so many magic powers, which we'll, I'll list at the end, but more than anything, this guy loves to bite and scratch. He's a big scratcher boy. Yeah. Specifically lower legs. Even if he gets yeah. you on the floor, he is snapping at ankles. <laughs> it's muscle memory. <laughs> but this is where the whole greed is bad thing starts to fall apart. 
as much as it was ever there. I thought I saw it, but because Nathan kind of represents all of the you shouldn't just be caring about money, care about people sort of thing, and he's the one who just gets fucked up. Yeah, and you you would think it would be the he's people the wholesome who character yeah. are the greedy people, but it just <laughs> I think they just kind of went, oh, we have just kind of shoved three really nice people into this group, <laughs> and now none of them tick the boxes to be killed. So no. Maybe he'll just start biting randomers. <laughs> it's where is it? What's the little boy called? I can't remember his name. Alex. Alex. He. One of them says something about a leprechaun, and and he says no shit, Sherlock. To which point, uh, at which point, Ozzy rightly chastises him, and he's and then he's like, "What? Am I just going to ground myself for two weeks?" This boy is such a little fucker. If I spoke to my mum like that, he all hits him with his hat as well, flippantly. If I said that to my mum, she would have roundhoused me out a fucking window. <laughs> this is why I swear so much now, just so if she tries, I can counter her with a DDT or something. This <laughs> kid does not have parents, Johnny. They are gone. Probably for the same reasons that you hate him. But there's a reason this boy is working with a challenged man and... Is it his brother? Surely not. They look nothing alike. <laughs> It's about a 40-year age difference. (laughs) (laughs) Mum and Dad had me and just instantly died. And now my older brother has to take care of... Or I have to take care of him. We glossed over it a bit, but he's the one, like, running the business as well, this child. He's he's a bad actor and a little shit, but he's the one, like... It's it's meant to be, like, cutesy and stuff. It just really irritated me the whole way through. Do we think that Nathan is actually mentally challenged as well? Because he can't paint, and he's not running the business, like you said. He's sort of just hanging around. Do you think he's just so good-looking, people don't think that he's... He's just in it for the chicks. It is possible that there is, just down the road, a home for kids whose parents are gone, and they're mentally challenged, and they do outings to do painting, and you can hire them, and it's a really nice day out for them. And then this guy's done that, hasn't told his daughter, and then she's just putting in the graft on the one that she thinks is all right. <laughs> be weird if she chose the other two, wouldn't it? <laughs> oh, well, Nathan beats on the leprechaun a bit, but it doesn't really do much. Although it is cathartic to see him whack Warwick Davis with a torch for a bit. For some reason, they send Ozzy to phone the police. Obviously, that doesn't go well. It's a bit of a fool's errand. And he mentions that it's a leprechaun attacking them. And the police are like, that's Aussie. He phones every week about a Bigfoot or a unicorn or a leprechaun. Just ignore it. So they do. But why does he do that? Because he doesn't seem like a guy who lies. He's been telling the truth the whole time. (laughs) This is the multiverse this movie should have branched into. Not six more leprechaun movies. Just Aussie fighting different mystical creatures and no one (laughs) believing him every few months. Aussie the cryptid hunter. (laughs) Every time he gets fucked up. (laughs) Never wins. By like the sixth film, he's just this weathered, scarred man. Head to toe in armour with a shotgun. Well, armor that's got a picture of hunting cryptids on it, though, so he knows what he's doing. <laughs> Just a luck down. Oh. Alex pops into the house, gets the shotgun, passes it to Nathan, and Nathan fucking blasts the leprechaun into a bush. God, oh, I love it every time it happens. Never oh. get tired of seeing it. And then he empties the barrel into the bush, and he calls them, I think he calls them clips. 
He calls, he calls them, rounds. them rounds. rounds. They are shells. shells. They are shells. He also says that he put six rounds into that thing. I posit that he put one shell into it and five <laughs> into a bush. <laughs> <laughs> this is what, what's what I mean by what are his powers, because they seem to vary depending on what's required, because the very opening scene, we establish that he can 100% be hurt by a gun when... Mr. O'Grady shoots him and then puts him in a box. Yeah, he does go down a bit, I suppose. I like, think it it's hurts a temporary him, doesn't thing. it? But yeah. But then at the end, Mr. O'Grady says you put the four-leaf clover on first and then shoot him, and then that'll kill him. So he did it the wrong way round. But again, they don't even do that in this. But, but we'll get to that because I really want to talk about that scene. They run out of shells, and so they, they run for the car, but uh, the, the leprechauns fiddled with the innards and they can't get away. It very much reminded me of Dog Soldiers, this yeah. Johnny, where they yeah, get into fucking five different cars and every one of them has been fiddled with a mechanical werewolf. <laughs> <laughs> the leprechaun fucking is dodging around the car trying to get in. But then, great scene, he runs into the barn where he has left a kind of mini <laughs> Batman tumbler, you know, like the, the Dark Knight tumbler from the Christopher Nolan movies. Yeah. Tiny one of those. He drives it into the, the car. It's got like a little pitchfork on the front. And I thought they'll just do something comical where the pitchfork will just go in and it's a bit yeah. of a laugh. But it rolls the fuck out of that car. They go flying. It's this Mad Max version. That just, yeah. <laughs> you hear him like welding in there and they're just still sat in the truck for some fucking reason. They haven't got out knowing that there's no fucking engine in it. <laughs> And it just flips the whole fucking... What would have happened in real life is it would drive into the side of that and then just stop. <laughs> <laughs> That's a three-ton pickup truck and he's hit it with a go-kart. It's, like <laughs> it's another one of his powers. He's got little supercars. I love it. Absolutely nothing to do with the character or the cobbler origins from which he came, but I love the flavour it adds. Mm. Was this After continued into space? Is he building little spacecrafts? No, in space he does get a new power though. He can turn big and he turns into like giant man version of the leprechaun. Even though it's the last movie you would think he would do that in because he's in a spaceship which does have a restricted height. It would have made more sense in this movie where you're on Earth and you can crush things. But the one movie... I don't even think he does it in the hood. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, none of us should be allowed to say in the hood. I can't wait to watch it. (laughs) (laughs) They escape back into the house uh, after he checks the car. He finds that they're gone. He, like, sticks his hand in the door and it cuts off and you see, like, his hand reanimates and opens the door for him. That's another one of his powers. But they get into the kitchen and lock themselves in. This is where Alex finally tells Tori about the gold they stole, uh, sort of semi-confirming that he is actually a leprechaun, even though she's seen him and he obviously is a leprechaun. He's got an Irish accent. <laughs> He's alluding to an Irish accent. <laughs> she decides to be the one to go outside, fetch the gold from the well where it's hidden, and just give it to the leprechaun. End all of this. That's all he wants. It's all he's been saying. Give me my gold. <laughs> you you watch a lot more horror than me, Evan. Yeah. But this feels like the first creature, that horror monster that I can think of, that is giving some sort of ultimatum. Like usually it's just, it's decided you're going to die, you're going to die. But this one's just like, well, just give me my gold back and you get to live. Is that, a, is that, that feels different to me. I agree. We watched The Ring recently, Carl, and I'd forgotten this element of the movie. But in that, she doesn't tell you, but she alludes that if you copy the tape, well, I don't think she even alludes. Else, 
<laughs> I don't if think you that, guess that this is what she wants. It's a happy yeah. accident. <laughs> well, I'm not uh, saying there aren't rules yeah. to getting out of being murdered. But in this one, it, it genuinely just goes, well, just give up the gold. And I'll go away. That's and I'll I go away, yeah. It's the <laughs> whole don't, don't be greedy and money obsessed thing. Just want my gold. Give him his gold and it's all gone. It's fine. He, he leaves, he goes back to his little cave, sorted. But he doesn't oh. need to kill. He doesn't. He just wants his gold. I know another movie that's exactly like this. Like exactly. Is it Leprechaun in the Hood? It's Leprechaun Two. I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> Damn, too many steps ahead of me, bro. <laughs> so she gives him the gold, and he lives up to his end of the bargain. He's like, "This is all I wanted." He even gives her a little kiss. It's quite funny, and he sits down. And one other power he doesn't have is automatically knowing how much gold is in the bag because he counts it piece by fucking piece. But he looks like he enjoys it. He's like one, two, three, and he gets the ninety-nine out of a hundred, and is like. There's a fucking piece missing, and he gets riled up again. But if you do the calculations on this, this leprechaun is doing all of this. We've had to sit through this. He's killed so many people. He's got powers for this amount of money. In total, it's 50 grand's worth of gold. (laughs) Yeah. $50,000, yeah. If we believe Collector Joe's valuation. Uh, Unless there's historical value, in which case it's a hundred times priceless. Which I think is zero. (laughs) No maths joke for you. But it does, the whole he can't find where his gold is thing does mean that no one's ever just left. Because everyone just stays where they are, so you can always just come back and say, where's my gold? Why can't you just not be around anymore then with his gold? Can he track the people but not the gold? Also, they didn't steal his gold. (laughs) (laughs) But they were near where his gold... Well, this is it. This is how little fucking connection he has to his gold. (laughs) (laughs) And Joe just hands him the gold coin. The Joe collection's now missing one. (laughs) Collectible Joe is now a much rarer collectible. (laughs) (laughs) The price on Joe's has just gone up. probably worth more, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We now get the scene where he's back in the house, and I know you've been dying to talk about this, boys. He's he's in a cupboard. Uh-uh. He closes the doors. They open the doors. He's not in that cupboard. He pops out of another cupboard. We get that a couple of times. Then all the doors of all the cupboards are open, and his little <laughs> leprechaun arm pushes out of a drawer beneath Nathan, and instead of doing anything maniacal, pinches Nathan's shaft which you can see there's full finger to shaft connection and gives it a little twist and then pops his arm back in the drawer oh, no, yeah, there much? isn't an age where you don't as a man just fill mm. up a little bit just and, and I did think we were about to witness a man get castrated Yeah, which with the lack of violence in this horror movie I would have probably been on board for yeah how much coke was going around the writers room when they not were enough. like, not enough, not a fucking enough. <laughs> no, but to have an idea that he's just going to grab his dick and twist it. <laughs> oh, I know you want to say it, Evan. There's a video yeah. I fucking love, which I wish somehow I could share with everybody who's listening. Grab his dick, <laughs> grab his dick and twist it. <laughs> the old dick twist. <laughs> it's so fucking good. It's so. Is that an MMA fight? Isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the old dick twist the guy is so fucking drunk this. it's amazing it's so funny he's like in like the first two rows of the fucking fight and, he- and he's 
fucked. Yeah. And it's the first round. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so good. Yeah, no need for the scene. It's funny, I suppose. And this is where, even though it'd been silly up until now, they'd given up completely on any sort of horror. This is this takes it too far to the other side and you can't take the rest of this movie seriously. <laughs> and it kind of asks you to in a bit. When you go to see Mr. O'Grady and he comes to the elevator and everything, I think that's supposed to be scary, but it's it's not. It no. cannot be no. because of this. There's an old man hanging from the ceiling. It is nothing but funny. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Getting ahead. They go see the wise old man and he's just hanging through the ceiling of an elevator <laughs> this is the man with all the answers <laughs> and she's like oh let me get you down and he's like nah no. i'm just gonna chill here <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just gonna bleed to death through this fucking elevator shaft <laughs> well let's push through and get there we've not got much left to be fair uh not a lot happens in this tail end of the movie so they chase the leprechaun around the house for a bit, shooting at it. It's running around. It, it survives. This is where he's on the skateboard and he just goes up and down the same hallway and Nathan stands in the adjacent <laughs> the hallway skateboard. and just shoots at one spot four yeah. times. It's just really drag. This is when we were all fed up. We were like, how is this movie still it's, happening? This bit made me laugh though because it's like Scooby-Doo where you see it like just yes, go yes. from like one side of the screen to the to the other and he's like lying down on it like posing like one of your French girls yeah. and then like fucking doing a handstand on it and it's like, why, why is this even happening? Why? Why is that happening? He's just fucking with them now. He's a he's a little prankster. He's like a little Bart I Simpson. I quite like that element. If they lent cool, more yeah. into that, but because you can add a scary twist to trickster type stuff, make him a yeah. little Loki type character who's also murderous, but it, it never treads that line as no. well as you'd want it to. And maybe it's just a product of the time, yeah. or maybe yeah. this is exactly what it was intended to be, and we are just not fans. I feel like they nailed that tone you're talking about perfectly when he pogoed a man to death. Yes. That is everything you're looking for in this character and they just don't follow through with it. That sort of manic All of the murders could have been kind of in that vein, but it's just not done. (sighs) You're right. That's why I like the Collector Joe scene so much, apart from his store being named Collectible Joe's Coins, (laughs) which is fucking excellent. (laughs) Now they're, like, trying to go to see Mr. O'Grady. Well, in a second. First of oh, okay. all, he 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 calls oh, yeah. on the phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she answers and is scared at first and puts it down. And then he calls again. And she's like, what do you want? And I, I could have paused the movie at this point and told you what the line was going to be. Because we all know what he fucking wants. He wants his fucking pot of gold. I want me fucking gold. Yeah. <laughs> That was deliberately bad, by the way. That's how he said it. <laughs> <laughs> and we know we know that that gold is inside Ozzy. And then this is where it's setting up, like Carl said earlier, that he's going to tear Ozzy apart with this gold. You're going to get blue balls. That never happens. Yeah. But also, him constantly asking for the pot of gold reminds me of when a Jehovah's Witness comes to your door and you just <laughs> cannot get rid of them, no matter how much you tell them, I cannot be saved. I have done... Too much bad stuff to go to heaven. You're wasting your time. They still want that sweet pot of gold. I don't have it for you, buddy. Move along. Now they... I am. Now they decide to go to the rest home, which is an insane thing to call. Whatever they're supposed to be called. It being called that wiped the actual name of the homes from my head. I had to speak to Mr. O'Grady. 
care home. Thank yeah. you. But before home. that, when they're getting in the car to go there, they come out with the, all the shoes and throw it to the other side like he's a fucking golden retriever. <laughs> I mean, he is. It works. Yeah, and it does work. Apparently, that's their thing. It's pranks, dick pinching, and shoe repair. See, this is another <laughs> thing I feel like they missed out on. We're told that he used to be a cobbler, but he was cursed into being a leprechaun, which I assumed was due to greed and linked to his pot of gold. And I thought that more people were going to become leprechauns through this by yeah. keeping the coins. Yeah. yeah. That's what I thought would happen to Ozzy. That would be like he got into like a partial transformation because he had one coin on him. Slowly starts shrinking. But <laughs> <laughs> they got to chuck that fucking paint shirt yeah. in the wash to get it to fit. <laughs> <laughs> do you reckon accent? Do you reckon that just comes with it? Or do you reckon it just depends on where you were from originally? From this, we know that the accent does not come with it. Depends how lazy the casting director is. <laughs> or maybe you lose it, because apparently this this individual leprechaun is from Ireland, so maybe yeah. you lose your sense of identity. Yeah. <laughs> Apart from your job, you absolutely keep whatever your job was. <laughs> maybe Mr. O'Grady was a normal American man until he got back, and then he's just downing Jameson's. <laughs> Talking in that voice. He's already on his way. Everybody's travels in a limousine in Ireland. Yeah. <laughs> Traffic is a fucking nightmare. Really, really big corners so that they can all get round. <laughs> They've all got to have the fucking hook like the Batmobile to do the corners. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So they get to the, the care home. Absolutely no staff watching the old people. This girl is just allowed to walk through the front doors and to a random room to find Mr. O'Grady. There's there's a security guard there. Oh, I, I missed it. The him. only thing he has is a clipboard that just says patients rooms on it or something like that. Yeah. And just has every single person's name or residence something or other and their room. But I don't I don't feel like that's his job. No. <laughs> In in a in a care home, I, don't, I feel like he's not going like door to door, going. Yep, still here. Tick. tick. <laughs> this one hasn't. Oh, he's escaped keeping today. him in. Yeah. He's not keeping people out. Well, it does seem learned. that way. Yeah, because <laughs> you can just walk in. Based on what we were talking about earlier, he's probably going. Oh, Ozzy's not back yet. Nathan's not here. <laughs> <laughs> While Tori finds the room and she walks in, starts talking to the back of this guy's head, which is clearly the back of a head which does not belong to an 80-year-old man because the locks are luscious. Yeah. <laughs> it turns around. It's obviously the leprechaun. It chases her in the wheelchair through the hospital. I Baffling. Ba- thank you. I was baffled there. Did you see yeah. how baffled I was? Yeah. Just remembering the scene. <laughs> I'll leave in that silence, that baffled silence. <laughs> it was... Him obviously sped up because he can't wheel the the chair fast enough to keep up with a slowly running woman. (laughs) And (laughs) even in the scenes where he wasn't sped up, you could see her making ground on him. (laughs) It's baffling. (laughs) For someone who can teleport, he's doing this... He's making so much more work for himself. Yes, yes. But he loves alternate forms of travel, Johnny. And dick But because of that penchant, for alternate forms of travel. She gets into an elevator and the doors close before he gets there. And then this is where Mr. O'Grady collapses through the ceiling. That styrofoam ceiling of all elevators. Is that explained? No. How he just pops through the elevator ceiling. Did he jump? Was he thrown? The leprechaun got there first. He was just hanging out. He says something about... 
I'm leaving that silence. (laughs) 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 And he's, and you know what Leprechaun got to him because he is bitten and scratched to fuck. And we know this is RG's favourite thing to do. Yeah. (laughs) Well, we can't even see his ankles. (laughs) (laughs) Ribbons. And the, the whole point of this whole scene was for this line of dialogue, which is get the four-leaf clover, put it on the leprechaun, put it on him, and then shoot him with a gun, and he will probably die. Mm. Tori heads back to the house alone. Put it on I him think. like I didn't do at the beginning for some reason. No, nor do they do at the end of this movie. <laughs> <laughs> Tori starts digging around in a clover patch looking for four-leaf clovers. She can't find one. The leprechaun has oh. teleported mm. and attacks her. Chases her through the streets to the cop car uh, from earlier where the... Oh, I, I think I hadn't mentioned this. So the, sh- the sheriff had received a call from Tory and he called a nearby officer, but the leprechaun had killed him and mimicked the voice of the officer to call off any other cops before then. They get to that cop car. Tory stabs the leprechaun in the eyes, which I thought was really cool. I thought, well, mm. finally, we're picking up again. We might get to some more action. And the leprechaun takes the eyes of the dead police officer, pops them in, and then he's fine again, he's which f- I thought was cool. Yeah, yeah, also a new power that we haven't seen before. Yes. You know, that's Why is that here now? Why wasn't that here? That would have been so much cooler if he could just reconstitute himself from the people he'd killed as he was yeah, going. Yeah, that would be sick. It would be like some kind of leather face. Rather than thing. him just getting the shit kicked out of him and being unmarked, if he was just fixing himself <laughs> with bits of other people throughout the movie. Creepers Creepers does that. Yeah, there was a bit where when she's running to the cop car and he was chasing her, I was like, stride length alone, you should be able to outrun someone That's with That's the fourth kick. category. Yeah. Yeah. We're winning. <laughs> like a leprechaun or something like that. You know, oh. like little legs. Whatever. You're going to have to Photoshop together this top trumps card now. <laughs> Height, weight, stride length, knows where his goal is. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, uh, I was curious to see what the fastest 100 metres time for someone with dwarfism was. Because I was like, I, I, I genuinely had no idea. And the world record holder is the in Pirates of the Caribbean. You know, the guy with the shaved head. I fucking do. He's yeah, awesome. with like the little like soul patch thing. Yeah, boy. He is the world record holder. And he did 100 meters in 13.8 seconds. That's pretty fucking good. I'm trying to figure out if I can do that. Well, a, a decent like collegiate <laughs> sprinter can do it in 12 and a half. And the average man is 15 to 20 seconds, apparently. Oh, no, let's hope that 100 metres isn't the fifth category. Otherwise, we're (laughs) fucked, boys. That's, I mean, it baffled me. In my head, I was like, I could definitely outrun the the leprechaun, but maybe not. Maybe not. But I could outrun Warwick Davis. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. I think all you have to do is. Maybe not the world record holder. (laughs) What an interesting bit of trivia. Thank you. There you go. (laughs) <laughs> so just as the leprechaun is about to fuck Tori up in the car, Nathan appears, having come from the hospital too, and blasts him with a shotgun and they get away. I never get tired of seeing him fly across the screen. Oh, no, so fucking good. Done. Yeah. <laughs> and they head back to that clover patch to look for a four-leaf clover. Ozzy's like, it's because you don't believe. Yeah, this is odd. Very odd. Tori says... Shut up, Ozzy. I'm absolutely fucking sick of your magical bullshit that you've been talking about. (laughs) And in Ozzy's defense, the only thing he's really talked about in this movie is leprechauns. And he has fucking nailed that. Yeah. yeah. 100% right. (laughs) 
listen to him. He knows something. I know he, he doesn't look or act like he knows things, but maybe maybe listen to what he's saying because yeah. he's the only one who knows anything about this. And it works here because he says believe and they believe and they find the four-leaf clover. But that was never the message of this movie because he's, he's saying to her, you've lost your faith. Mm. We met this morning, Ozzy. What the fuck are you on about, yeah. <laughs> for one? Number two, this was never about faith. This was yeah. definitely about greed. <laughs> They're just throwing shit at the wall and <laughs> assuming all of it has stuck. It's just whatever. The leprechaun is still real mad. He starts fucking people up. Oh, he's about to kill Alex, who's gone to the barn to, mm. to try and do something. The but bear Ozzy, trap. Yeah. The bear trap, yes. Ozzy runs in, tells the leprechaun that the gold he's looking for is actually in his stomach. The leprechaun's gonna tear him apart, and this is the scene we've all been hoping for, because it's the scene they fucking set up throughout this entire movie. To be fair, he does get slashed up. He takes his buckle off, doesn't he, and starts slashing at his face. Yeah, slashing at his stomach and face and everything. He goes full Peaky Blinder on. Yes, yeah. yeah. Ozzy. (laughs) (laughs) And then Alex runs out, has the four-leaf clover, he takes bubblegum from his mouth, wraps the four-leaf clover around it, puts it in his slingshot and then slingshots it into the leprechaun's mouth. Everything that just happened was not set up in the movie. Alex has not been chewing gum. He has never held a slingshot in this hour and a half of screen time. Nor has he been set up as like the sharpshooter of the group, like fucking (laughs) Beverly in It. It's just, how can we kill the leprechaun? These things, go. (laughs) Have his little Chris Kyle moment, taking long <laughs> shots with a fucking slingshot. <laughs> uh, and then it kills him. It knocks him down the well. He has like a goes all lightning inside, and he falls down. And then he comes back up, and he looks a bit like fucking Stripe from Gremlins when he's melting. Yeah. And then Nathan I knocks that him down. Quite good, to be fair. It, yeah, it was great. It's good practical effect. It's kind of. There was a lot in the middle missing. There, yeah. there were individual hmm. bits which I enjoyed. Well, we're going to get to that. Nathan pours down gasoline, sets the well on fire, it explodes. You assume the leprechaun's dead, but at the end, and obviously because there are a million more movies after this, the leprechaun's voice appears and he's, he's alive. And yeah. that's that's the end of the movie. That's the end of this movie. They seem to have confused gasoline with a bomb, though. <laughs> <laughs> It's confused the a lot with a lot to, yeah. in this movie. <laughs> Thematically. In... Leprechauns with vampires. Yeah. Yeah. Leprechauns with cobblers. <laughs> cobblers with people who need to count and polish shoes. <laughs> they have a compulsion to count. <laughs> and before we get into what we thought of this movie, I would like fuck, to fuck, do fact, my fuck, fact. Fact. And I actually want to kind of preface this with an apology because it's a lot more fucked than usual. So I'll I'll remove my... (laughs) I usually have a bit of a jokey tone with these. And, you know, it's not always the the most comical of content. But this one is is, is pretty bad. So this is maybe the only one like this I'll do. Uh So uh, prepare yourselves. Uh, The fact fact for this is somehow... This movie got five sequels. Leprechaun 2, <laughs> Leprechaun 3, Leprechaun 4 in space, Leprechaun in the hood, and then Leprechaun back to the hood. Two the hood movies. Nope, don't and forget, then Evan. Leprechaun the Returns. Legacy reboot, Leprechaun Origins, and then the sequel to that, Leprechaun Returns. Jesus Christ. Absolutely insane. That is fucked. That is Isn't the- it? <laughs> 
I you... found some stuff viable for fucked facts, but that is the most fucked thing for this movie. So many sequels. There are actually good movies, completely unrelated, but The Nice Guys, yeah. one of the oh, funniest movies so I've good. ever seen, and is probably never getting a sequel. No. They keep teasing us with it, but it's not going to happen because nobody could make one went to so see it so easily as well. It'd be so good. Oh it's god, that's a good bang. movie. Yeah, I think horrors have the advantage of they always tend to be made on a low budget yeah that's so if, if one does well mm. they are gonna fucking milk that thing dry we are getting sore 10 this week yeah it looks pretty good <laughs> apparently it's very good yeah <laughs> sore 10 is gonna be between saw one and two they're just going back that's that's when the story is set He's dead, isn't he? So they have to go back. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Apparently, they're handing out sick bags. It's probably just a promotion thing, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I always, every week, I see this fucking article that's like, this new movie on Netflix has had people crying in tears. They can never watch it again. And I'm watching it. It's just fucking garbage. Yeah. I hate this new marketing bullshit. Stop telling me it's that. But the one I fell for, though, was The Terrifier. Because after a run of those, I was like, oh, I bet it's not even that bad. And then he chainsawed a woman from fanny to face. And I had to turn the movie off. You know so. what's getting a sequel scene? The Terrifier. The Terrifier. Number three. Probably number four, out, yeah. right? Is it? Oh, three coming oh, out, yeah. God. Number two was the one everybody went to see in cinemas. I haven't even seen that one. They raved about that. So I watched the first one and it was... Not and this will be the fourth in the series, right? Because there's an All Hallows something or other. Yes, and there's even yeah. there's a short film before that that he was part of as well. So there we go. Oh, before we wrap up as well, let's go through the powers of the Leprechaun. <laughs> and I wanted to do this because it reminded me of going through the powers of Jared the Goblin King in Labyrinth all the way back in episode three of this podcast, which was, God, more than a year ago, a year and two months ago, more than that even. What the Leprechaun can do, mimic voices, Stroke powers. Close doors with his mind slash hand. But we can also close doors with our hands, so not that impressive. He has really strong hands. Yes. Because he snaps necks. He can, like, grip people really hard. He loves his scratching and that. But yeah, biting and scratching. Loves that too. Teleport. Big jump up in the power region. Mm. But only when the movie needs him to. Can summon appropriately sized cars. (laughs) Removed limbs can be reanimated. He can skateboard. And then I put in roller skate, <laughs> but he didn't do that well with that. And he crashed through the fence. And then I did a strike through for that. And then he can replace limbs that he's lost with other people's limbs. And then I've got a list of things that he can't do. And that's find his fucking crock of gold. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Which leads us very nicely into the big question of the pod, what we've all been waiting for. Carl, so you think that was good to you? God, it feels awful asking that. Of course you didn't. No, 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 I didn't. Um, I, I think I, yeah, I said before we started, I've never been more worn down by anything than I have by Warwick Davies' attempt at an Irish accent anyway. Yeah. Like needles to the brain. But I think what was more difficult was there is a good horror movie in here, but it on the spectrum of horror to comedy, they just leaned far too much towards comedy and took something away from it. So saying like The Ring or It Follows, they know where you are. And if he had that ability to know who had his gold and they all at different times had separate pieces of his gold and he was murdering them, there's a really good dark movie in there. Yeah. But instead he's just kind of fannying around on a skateboard, builds a car, makes a few jokes, kills a guy with a pogo stick, which is where it gets good. And then he, I feel like when he swallowed that coin, they were promising me a really fucking good disembowelment scene and I didn't get it. And they owe me. So I'm going to say no. 
Yeah, that's fair. That is... God, it's fair. Johnny. No! <laughs> <laughs> nah, yeah. It's not a good film. Like you said, it did have it had good moments in it, maybe, but only really in the comedy bit. The only scary part of it, not even scary, but proper horror bit was the pogo stick thing. The idea of that maybe the gold would turn them into other little leprechauns or like morph them in some way or maybe controllable, I thought would have been a really cool idea and so easily would have been written into it as well. But I, d- I don't know, it just it didn't walk the line of horror or comedy well enough to really be good at either, I don't think. it was. I wanted it to be better than it was and it fell flat a bit. And the last fucking, we touched on it briefly, but it was a fucking slog. Like... <laughs> Every time I'd, I'd pause to take notes, it was not still so much left. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, yeah it, it wasn't even that long, was it? It was like an hour, hour and a half. Hour and a half. So if they could have condensed it, but it would have been fucking made for TV kind of thing at that point, wouldn't it? So hmm. I don't know. It's just lazy writing, I think. I, I have to agree with you both. It wasn't good, but I think I don't think it was good for different reasons. If I had seen this... Before I'd seen Leprechaun 4, this is an outrageous opinion now, <laughs> I might have thought this was good because I would have gone in with the mindset that this was a horror and enjoyed those playful elements. Maybe I'd still have thought it led too much towards comedy and come out on the same side of you boys, but I think I would have enjoyed it more. Having seen Leprechaun 4 first for some fucking reason, it abandons all horror for, I don't know when, but certainly by number four, it is just a silly movie yeah. about what is obviously a silly character chasing around people. And you can see that even from the prosthetics and stuff because they it's, they don't do the scary stuff. He looks more like the fucking Lucky Charms leprechaun in that. <laughs> so they clearly just lean into, this is a, a little guy with powers who's chasing you around for his gold. And his gold's in space. And I, I just loved how wacky that was. Like, the, there was no seriousness in the movie. So then coming to this, I felt kind of annoyed that they ever alluded to there being horror stuff because I kind of knew what it became. So still hated it just for a different reason. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I'm glad we've watched it. What's... Yeah. What's... Tick it off. What a movie, eh, boys? It was a movie. We can at least grant it that. After watching it, we can confirm it is a movie. <laughs> just about well um i think next week boys we are going to watch second part of it Mm. if you are both indeed available johnny i think that'll be enjoyable since you did not watch the first part of it i can give you the time code that we start from no don't yeah no don't because otherwise it's a three-hour movie no not so (laughs) i'm gonna try and pick up the pieces as we go along and objectively only have seen the second half (laughs) (laughs) you didn't miss much if i'm honest (laughs) i thought a lot more happened in that first half but i did enjoy it after that we will be watching a fan suggested movie I believe we settled on Excision. Yeah. Uh, Hannah gave us a few options, and that one sounded the best. I believe that was from 2012. Mm. And then I think we'll probably do one more spoopy season movie before we move on to something new. And with all of that said, please again go check out our episode with Block Blunders. That was an arduous task to write what what we did for them. We did something out of the, the usual, and it, it put me and Carl to the test there. It was, it was <laughs> difficult. <laughs> forcing him to continue talking to me i could see you being done for so long carl I, was, I know he just wants to go but we have to finish this it's like forcing you to do your homework <laughs> but uh thank you boys for joining me i've really enjoyed this thank you all for listening join us again next week for that it part two 
Uh, follow us over on Twitter and Instagram at So You Think Pod. Follow us over on YouTube at So You Think That Was Good. Do you? Please do leave us a five star review. And finally, I'm ending this bloody episode. And until next week, everybody, goodbye. Bye. Bye. Thank you.